Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Hey, just uh, wanted to check in here. This is going to be episode six of the All the Best Things podcast. Um, we are entering week five, I believe, of, of quarantine. Um, not a lot has changed. There's not a lot of super fun updates other than uh, quarantine got extended at least two more weeks uh, here where I'm at. Um, so that carries us through the end of April. Um, yeah, that's, that's really exciting. Um, so basically what I wanted to do today, um, I know I've promised in the past and you guys are killing me, killing me on social media about when's your first guest going to be on? Who's your first guest going to be? Blah, 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 blah. I'm lining them up. We're going to try to do this whole remote thing. Um, you know, we want to, we want to be able to talk about some stuff for you guys though. Um, yeah, so it's, it's going to be an opportunity for us to kind of learn on the go. And I hope you're, you're there with us to help support and listen and, and keep this thing going. So, uh, but for today's podcast episode, uh, kind of just wanted to talk about something that's very not really important, but, um, as many of you know, I'm a, let's, what's a good word here? A very, very diehard sports fan. All right. It doesn't matter if it's, uh, football, basketball, baseball, hockey. Uh, I'll watch tennis. I'll watch golf, whatever it is. Uh, if you can compete, I'm willing to give it a shot. Most recently, I would say within the last couple of years, um, I've gotten really into baseball and really into hockey, which is kind of strange. I didn't, uh, never played hockey growing up or anything. And, and you hockey lovers out there will probably kill me for that. Uh, but learning the game, uh, on the fly, I'm not really playing, just watching, just learning. It's awesome. It's one of the most exciting sports, honestly, probably the fastest paced game that you can watch. So all you baseball haters that are like, oh, it takes too long to play a game. I don't know if, I'm not trying to like put sides, you know, pick sides or play sides or put people against each other, but baseball, an average game takes like, uh, you can, you can Google this if you want. It's like three hours and 20 minutes or something like that for an average baseball game, right? Of course, there's exceptions to every rule. Now, does anyone know off the top of their head what the biggest, most popular sport is in North America? If you said football, yes, in America, the United States, football is champion. Here's the deal. An average football game, every Sunday when you sit there and watch doubleheaders and triple headers and blah, 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 average football game takes like three hours and 16 minutes. It's literally a matter of like, 10 to 12 minutes between baseball and football. And you're like, whoa, nothing happens in baseball. Of that three hours and 16 minutes in football, there's like, what'd they say? I don't, I don't remember. It's something crazy. Some blasphemous number, like 11 minutes of action in a football game. And we all despise the person that hates football, right? And it's like, 
dude, they take the same amount of time and they have basically the same number of minutes of action in them. Anyway, I digress. Baseball, uh, I played baseball growing up, loved it. True story, you can uh, ask my folks. Absolutely loved playing the field. Uh, I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I think I was a pretty solid fielding third baseman. I could zip the ball over, uh, you know, over to first base. I wasn't like fat or anything, but um, I was, you know, I was fairly athletic um, and I liked playing the field. I absolutely sucked so bad, like shitty bad at hitting. I'm not even kidding you. My eighth grade year, I think I had like two hits all season. I either got hit by the ball, walked, or struck out. Like legit, it was one of the longest seasons of my life. I went to the batting cages. I worked with coaches after and before practice. They say, they as in, you know, the masses of sports fans through, throughout history, say hitting a ball with a bat is one of the hardest things to do in sports. I can entirely vouch for that. Hence my reason for stepping out of the baseball world and into the soccer world when I became uh, high school age. I was not very good at soccer, but I could kick the shit out of the ball. Let me tell you, if you've been listening for this whole five weeks that I've had this uh, podcast going, episode one, I told a very, very true story about breaking my face playing soccer. And uh, that was kind of the end of the road there as well. So... Not that I was going to go anywhere with any of the sports I played, but I enjoyed playing them while they lasted. So they've stayed pretty near and dear to me. I've, I've grown up literally since I was probably five years old watching basketball. I remember my mom and dad used to hate it because I was like five and I would be watching NBA games and college basketball games and they just didn't like it for some reason. Like they, I don't think either one of them played basketball growing up or anything like shooting around on the park, you know, playground, but never any organized stuff. And for some reason, I just kind of fell in love with basketball. Uh, unfortunately I was like five, eight all the way through high school and everything. And, uh, my jumper was broken. So there again is the reason I did not continue playing basketball. I've played in a number of, uh, you know, pickup games, three-on-three tournaments. We've got the largest three-on-three tournament here, uh, or at least near where I uh, live now. Um, outdoors, on the streets, it's pretty sweet. Uh, I haven't played in that for, like, six or seven years. I, I You know, I occasionally go to, like, the local, uh, the local gym, play some pickup. I used to travel a little bit, uh, coaching, and... Uh, I would, I would play, you know, I'd take a pair of shoes and, and go play some pickup games at, at the 24 hour fitness or whatever. So not entirely done with it. Um, but now it's way more just fun and less stressful and, and competitive, I guess. So, um, again, never really played hockey, just kind of fell into uh hockey just last couple of years. My, my taste in sports, I guess, has shifted from football and basketball to now hockey and baseball so um those are kind of my my pride and joy and luckily they're 
both really long seasons. There is a little bit of an overlap time, uh, but kind of as baseball, you know, major league is starting up, uh, hockey's getting into their playoffs. So it's pretty sweet, uh, pretty sweet time. Um, and then obviously every October or now it's kind of trickling into November, uh, the World Series classic. I know it's during football season and people are like, oh, who would rather watch baseball? Literally me. <laughs> Literally me. Um, if you don't follow me on social media, one of my favorite players is Bryce Harper. Absolutely is my favorite player without a question of a, doubt, a shadow of a doubt. Uh, just bought his like throwback baby blue Phillies jersey. Not a Philly fan per se. In baseball, I don't really have a team. I follow individual players more so. Um, I have now like 12 or 13 team hats, different teams, um, in baseball. I, I also have like three hockey team hats, um, and two or three NBA hats, and then a variety of other just miscellaneous hats. So I'm a hat collector. Um, but for those of you that don't know, Bryce Harper signed like a 13 year, holy crap, I don't even remember, over $300 million contract to play baseball. That is insane. Like what, what? $300 million would absolutely pay for the hitting coaches I needed when I was in sixth grade, right? Like, damn it, I should have, I should have stuck with it. I should have stuck with it. $300 million to play a game eight months a year. To try to wrap your brain around that. It's like $325 million for 13 seasons. I don't care if it's 13 seasons. Like, he's, he's my age. He's like 26, 27. He's only, you know, he's set up for life and his kids' lives and his kids' kids' lives and whatever else. Like, that's unreal. Not to be outdone, I believe Mike Trout signed for like a 10-year, 12-year deal, something like that. Mike Trout, famous uh, outfielder for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. He signed for like $400 million in less years. Baseball is stupid. If you think baseball doesn't make any money, you don't understand how money is made. It's it's crazy. Anyway, got that new Bryce Harper jersey. You'll probably see me rocking it around town this summer. Because even though we don't have baseball and it looks fairly bleak right now at the prospect of having baseball at all this summer... Uh, given the current COVID-19 circumstances. I'm just going to start wearing all my baseball hats, my baseball jerseys, you know, board shorts, sandals, sunglasses, just setting the mood, right? Because, damn it, if I'm stuck at home, it's going to be, I don't know. I'm already bored being stuck at home. So, um, you know, as far as sports are concerned, this kind of dives into the question, should we bring sports back without fans? 
there's two ways to look at that. And in the first, I guess, argument you could make is, sure, we need a little uh, relief from being uh, so bored and pent up and, and stuck at home. Well, you know, there's nothing on TV unless you watch Chip and Joanna reruns on HGTV 24-7. Like, we need something live to watch. But here is my question. Like, yes, the TV channels are f scrapping for material. If you guys have been skimming through the channels at all, ESPN literally showed people, like, players from the NBA recording themselves shooting hoops in their, like, driveways and playing horse with someone via telecommunication in their driveway. Like, Zoom meetings. Horse. No disrespect to ESPN, but that was absolute garbage. Like, they are so desperate for live sporting events that they came up with this grand scheme to do something that kids have done forever and then they just wanted to use their phones to record them. It's literally... Okay. I don't know. I don't, that's just... I, in my opinion, that was poor. That was a poor attempt at trying to make something fun. It was not. But... These networks have contracts with the major league sports teams and the NFL and, and all pro sports and even college nowadays. The NCAA gets TV rights and all kinds of stuff. Anyways, to have no fans in the stands and try to, like, try to wrap your brain around that. Could you imagine what, like, basketball, you could see it. Like, if you're a fan of NBA, they do summer league games and stuff, and usually there's not really, like, it's like watching a, an AAU, like, sixth, sixth grade AAU game, right? Like, maybe a couple hundred fans, if that. You know, maybe a hundred fans just wrapped around the court. Okay, that's fine. Like, play some basketball, right? Like, cool. Could you imagine a college football stadium that holds 90,000 people? For example, University of Florida, the Swamp, world-renowned stadium, it holds like 91,000 people, if I'm not mistaken. I was there this last November. Freaking awesome. It wasn't even, I mean, it was like three quarters full when I was down there, and it's still a stinking spectacle to see 75,000 people screaming and yelling at a football game. Right? Could you imagine, like, locally, I mean, I live within a quick drive to like WSU, Washington state, uh, you know, Oregon, the Oregon ducks are famous for their jerseys and all that stuff. Could you imagine any of those stadiums having zero people in them and then being on like ESPN? That would be the weirdest, like literally the weirdest thing ever. And I know people are like, Oh, but we got to adapt. We got to, we got to accept the change and blah, 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 blah. I don't see the benefit from any party involved to have zero fans at an event. Like the players feed off the fans' energy. It is called home field advantage after all. If you have no fans, there's no home field advantage. 
There's no heckling the, the referees. I know that's all in good fun, right? There's no drunken shenanigans like the people, the guys at like Green Bay Packers games that are shirtless in the middle of winter, like painted chest and painted face or whatever. Like there's none of that. There's what is the cameraman going to pan to in between plays? Like, it's just going to be like you playing in your backyard with a couple, a couple of friends, like you and your 22 best friends, and then 53 of your best friends standing on the sideline. Like, I don't know. It's just going to be super weird. And I know I'm one to be like, oh, you know, embrace change and blah, blah, blah. I don't think there's any point to bringing something back, you know, before we know that it's I guess, safe or the right thing to do. Here I am, and I don't want to dive into politics too much, but I don't... I think there's a lot of stuff being presented through the news that's skewed one way or the other. And I'm not saying for better or for worse, but I think there's a lot of stuff being presented that doesn't have any, uh, I guess, ground to stand on. But people are eating it up like it's, you know, angel food cake, right? Like, we need to be certain. Because sports is like a privilege, I would say. It's not something that has to be in our culture. Like, it's, it's something that, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm ranting too much about this. It's something that is like fun and and like an activity you know like i understand the coaches that are like oh this is do or die blah 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 whatever like there's a pandemic on our hands we gotta focus our attentions more so on that than i know i understand where people are coming from with like we need something on tv we gotta forget about the bad stuff and blah 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 but like uh, it just would I don't think it benefits anybody. Like, even the very few that are like, oh, man, we can't do life without football. That's fewer people than people that want to see the real deal again. So I don't get it. But anyway, I don't want this to happen, but my expectations say that all summer long, we will not have live sports. Good news is many of the streaming services, um, again, I'm a big baseball fan, MLB at bat is doing free viewing of last season's games. I don't even want to do the math here, but there's 30 teams in the MLB and they all play 162 games a year. Plus the playoffs, if you make it. Every single one of their games is free right now to view. There's no way you watched every single game last year. Go back and watch some of those. I have. I know I have. I'll be the first to admit it. I've picked up a little bit of lacrosse. PLL. Uh, Paul Rabel, shout out if you follow him on Twitter or whatever. That guy's and his brother and, and whoever else is involved have started a pro lacrosse league. It's like outside hockey man it's pretty sweet you can watch that um 
granted, I don't know any of the rules and I don't know any of the players or anything, but it's it's simulating that feeling of watching sports, right? Um, you know, March Madness was cut short. I'm a huge March Madness fan. A few years ago, I won a when I was in college, uh, so probably uh seven or eight years ago. I won a sweatshirt from the bookstore because I entered a March Madness tournament bracket challenge. And I only missed like five games or six games. I didn't miss a single game until like the Elite Eight. And then I missed a team in the Elite Eight. And then I had them gone. Anyway, it was like five or six games that I missed in the whole bracket. Since then, my brackets have gone up in flames the first weekend. But for once, I actually won something that I entered at random. So that was pretty sweet. What else? I guess my message to all of you is, you know, I don't want to, this has already been me rambling far too much, but, you know, we take things like sporting events, going to the movies, going to your local gym, you know, whatever it may be, we take stuff like that for granted. And this pandemic, if nothing else, has shown us just that. You know, so so be grateful that you still have your health. Uh, you know, be grateful that you you still have the roof over your head. I know that can be stressful with, with given the circumstances, um, you know, with, with layoffs and, and jobs being eliminated and things like that. But Hopefully everyone that listens to this is doing okay. Um, I just want it to be a little bit of, you know, whether it be 20 minutes, half an hour, for you to just kind of hear me out, right? So um, I promise as we move forward, I will have guests and we will talk about things uh, more pertaining to fitness and sports and pop culture and things like that. Um, You know, but in the time being, this is intended to just kind of be a platform for, for you to listen to and, and, you know, escape from what is reality currently. Um, With that said, I'm going to be sharing a link uh, on social media. So make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, um, I'm on TikTok now. Those videos aren't very entertaining, but they're videos. So if you're looking for some, uh, you know, either poorly edited videos, uh, exercise ideas, or maybe, uh, maybe you just, you know, want to chirp me a little bit, make fun of me, uh, swing on over there. Give me a follow, uh, all, all my links, all my names, I guess, tags, whatever they're called at BST underscore fit underscore three, six, five. Make sure you swing on over to my website for any updates, uh, upcoming events. Uh, I'm going to try to start putting, uh, blog posts, most recent blog posts on the homepage. And also, uh, I want to give some hints and stuff, some teasers about upcoming guests and such on this platform. Basically, you know, I'm I'm trying to work through this just as well as you guys are. You know, I'm putting out content. I'm I'm kind of putting things out there just to, you know, see how it does and and see what's going on. You know, you, you 
if one thing I learned from sports is you can't you can't hit a home run if you don't swing. Right? Like, sure, I'll swing and strike out more often than not. But if I'm hitting 250 or above, I'm an all-star. According to baseball terminology, right? 250 or above. One out of four. So if one out of four ideas hit, you know, that's all I can ask for. Zero out of four ideas will hit without your guys' help. So thank you for listening. Thank you for following uh, any of the content I'm putting out, whether it be my blog, here on the podcast, uh, through the website, whatever means it is. I appreciate each and every one of you so very much. If you see something you like, make sure to tag a friend or share or, you know, help help one another, right? This is a entrepreneurial thing, uh, but it's it's open for everybody, whether you work for yourself, whether you work for the man, whether you don't work, whether, uh, whatever your circumstances, anyone can listen to a podcast, anyone can w- read a blog, you know, if you want some recipes, there's some recipes on there, you know, um, I'm just trying to help the only way I know how, you know, I'm, I'm no millionaire, and I'm not pretending to be, all I want from you guys is, is, is I just ask for your support, and you know, sharing this with your friends and family uh, in a digital world that we live in is easier now than it ever has been before. So just click that little share button on your right uh, on Facebook, Instagram, you know, share a screenshot of this uh, podcast, you know, whatever it may be, you know, help me help you. Because the longer and, you know, I guess the the more stuff I put out, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping to hit 250. One out of four. You know, if if something doesn't work, you know, shift the focus a little bit. You guys can do that in your lives too. So whatever it may be, just know that this isn't the end of the world. We've been told if you're my age or slightly older, we've been told the end of the world is here like literally seven times growing up. You know, and and as, as scary as this these times can be, I feel that it's okay to say, and again, this isn't backed by a medical expertise or anything like that. This is not the end of the world. We too, I guess all of us too, will make it through these tough times. And, you know, the the grass may be greener on the other side. So, keep your head up, keep your chin up, keep driving, keep supporting. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. God bless. What's up, everybody? It's episode seven of the All the Best Things podcast. Today we have my lovely, wonderful wife, Kendall. Hello. Kendall is not only a wonderful wife, she's the chef. She's now a uh, quarantine hairstylist, (laughs) um, a dog mom, but most importantly, a PTA, a physical therapist assistant is her full-time career so diving right into things tell us what are the responsibilities of a pta uh well hello first of all um yes i'm a physical therapist assistant i've now been a pta for going on two years um and very generally speaking um kind of the basis of my job is working under um 
kind of the supervision and the uh, plan of care set by a physical therapist. Um, kind of think of it as the relationship of a doctor and their PA or physician's assistant. Um, it's a pretty simple way to kind of look at it, how I work with the PT. Um, my kind of in my practice, I should say, um, in my outpatient clinic that I work at, um, I mostly see um, kind of your elderly geriatric population, but that can really range from anything from those who have ACL repairs, shoulder repairs, or just back injuries. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, she's the brains of the operation as well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first question I guess I have is in these, I guess, ever changing times, uh, with Corona virus and such, what is, uh, a patient's option if maybe they were scheduled to have like an elective surgery and with like surgeons not doing elective surgeries, mostly just sure. prioritizing emergencies, what, what is something someone could do? Um, first and foremost, I mean, if you were on track to have surgery and it was already scheduled and now due to coronavirus has gotten pushed off or canceled, um, hopefully you were already in a PT office kind of working towards that surgery date and prepping for surgery so that afterwards can go a little bit smoother and you're already that uh, much stronger and much more flexible so that afterwards you heal a lot quicker and things are just go a little bit smoother overall. Um, so if you're not doing that, that's my first suggestion um, is to find a PT either through a friend, someone, um, and to get in there as quickly as you can to stay mobile and loose and um, keep pain down until surgeries are really starting to be scheduled again. And really, who knows when that's really going to start. I think we have a couple surgeons around here who have been very um, fortunate in some surgeries being started again, but it's very, very minimal right now. Yeah. So <clears throat> that leads me, I guess, into my next question. What is the most common referral you guys deal with at your <laughs> particular clinic? Um, it really changes by the season, honestly. Um, but overall, throughout the year, I would say our most common ones are for back pain and neck pain as a whole. I mean, I could dive into specific things, but those just as a very broad area are definitely the most common. <laughs> Uh, so anyone with back pain, uh, obviously now, you know, someone you have a connection. So uh, most people have back pain. Yeah, too, myself <laughs> included, even sitting here. So uh, <laughs> why did you want to get into the physical therapy world? As long as I have known her and we've been together for I'm going to butcher this <laughs> seven, seven years. Yes, <laughs> she's been uh, in the physical therapy realm. So why? Why physical therapy? Um, I, in high school had gone through a round of physical therapy. Um, I broke my hand, not going to get into how that happened. But... It's a long story, people. <laughs> so story for yeah, another time. I had PT myself, um, and really liked the, just the overall environment and how, um, the PTs and PTAs kind of connected with their patients, um, and just helps people get into like a whole new world of 
being healthy or out of pain um, or just get back to those activities that they enjoyed. And for me at the time, it was volleyball being in high school. Um, but really, yeah, getting people back to doing what they love to do. Awesome. Uh, let's change the change the mood a little bit here. Loosen things up a little bit. Now we've got you warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> what are in these crazy times? Everybody's like stuck at home, especially where we live in Idaho. The stay home order extends, I think, through the end of this month. Yeah, it's like a couple weeks left. Ten more right days, nine more days, I guess. As of right now, uh, daily updates, I guess, are coming out. But with that said, what are five things? Give me just a quick list of things that you, it's probably similar to mine, have taken for granted that now we are, our access has been cut off from. Um, probably the first one is being able to see our families um, whenever we want to. My parents live in Lewiston. Um and so does my brother and sister-in-law and just not being able to drive down there on the weekend and go see him really sucks. Um, or even just going, hopping over the border into Spokane and, um, seeing your dad mm -hmm. is definitely cut off from doing right now. Um, so that's, yeah, a big bummer. And then going into restaurants, like actually going in and sitting down <laughs> and getting a drink with friends and just being in the restaurant environment and atmosphere. Um, I've definitely taken for granted and do miss a lot. So, yeah, I don't, if, you, <laughs> if I can jump in for a sec, I don't think uh, we like realized how often we met with friends and stuff. Like it wasn't no. every day, but now that we can't, you're like, Holy crap. That sucks. Like I just, sure I just want to go grab a drink. Yeah, I'm sure we're not the only ones in that boat. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because pretty much everyone across the country is having that issue right now. For the small like town, and I guess we're like really close to other towns, but for the area, we have a ton of restaurants. And yes. most of the time we like to support like local restaurants instead of big chains or whatever. So it's crazy that all of these little restaurants now have to rely on like curbside delivery yeah. or phone orders. Which is definitely not the same. <laughs> there's no, I, it's it would be hard for me to imagine that they're making the same money they were with people inside but That's probably true support your local restaurants people even if you have to pull up to the curb or call in or order online or have it delivered or whatever um continue yes, with your list it is still important sorry to do that um number three i think what i take for granted um is sports oh my as, god yes. as a whole <laughs> Um, I was really, really disappointed in not being able to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Hockey is probably my number two next to football and sports, um, or at least um, all the big major sporting events. Um, hey, the... So even just watching it on TV or going to a game, I don't even care if it's like Little League or our neighbors down the street playing a game, just sports in general, not having any of that is... The, uh, Probably the worst NFL draft is still regularly scheduled. Yeah, it's but... on Zoom. <laughs> I don't do that. So and it's gonna be quite the shit show. You can um, watch it. If, <laughs> I'm not going to watch the NFL draft on somebody's um, Zoom account. That's going to be awful, uh, especially 32 yeah. teams trying to figure all that out. I'm out. Um, yeah. 
sports is <laughs> sports is wild if you listened last week i kind of talked about like the current state of sports and like how i feel about them proposing all these ideas to do like empty stadiums and stuff and i just don't think it's going to be the same for a while and that sucks so true um yeah so what else is on the list i think we've gone over three three number four two more um i would say work is definitely one right now that not really taken for granted but i'm definitely um gonna not be upset when we have a full schedule 10 hour (laughs) days anymore um because they are long and exhausting and anyone who works those 10 12 hour shifts knows that if it's packed it's it drains you but with everything that's going on and um just patients or people staying home now and not wanting to go out and be in the general public um, or going to some of those appointments um, has put kind of a damper on a lot of businesses and us included. So just having a, a nice full work day will be nice again. We'll get there eventually, as everyone will, mm-hmm. hopefully. Um, and then lastly, number five, um, just travel in general. Like I mentioned earlier, um, traveling to see our family, even though they're not that far, we still have to drive a little bit to go see them. Um, but we just recently had pushed back our vacation at the end of June. Um, means as it's probably not going to be totally normal by then. Um, so that's really put a bummer on it. We we're supposed to go to Wisconsin and that's not happening until August now, but Hopefully in August, everything is cleared up. Yes. Um, or even just traveling to go watch sports. Yeah. <laughs> or any any travel, really. Vacation, whatever. We live, I don't know, a drive. It's a long drive, but a driving distance or within driving distance of the Seattle Mariners. And every, I think, other year, we try to at least go to like one game or usually something for a weekend just to get out and about um baseball is like my i guess not my favorite sport but i really enjoy watching baseball i've resorted to literally watching last season's games over that, again that is not a lie that uh, is accurate she's obviously vouching for me uh it's mostly games that i haven't seen before like teams that i would never watch otherwise crappy baseball is still better than no baseball so um yeah i'm just gonna wait until the (laughs) new season starts we took a trip in november uh for our anniversary to florida now we never go anywhere warm when we take (laughs) trips it's always somewhere freezing ass cold or the same climate as what we live in which is cold like eight months a year (laughs) but we went to florida and Little did we know that it would be the last vacation we take for a while. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. I tried to take a few pictures down there and it was a good trip. And now it's like even better, I think, realizing that we got to do that. Like what if the coronavirus had started three months earlier than it had? Yeah. You know, we would have had to push that back. And A lot of people's vacations got ruined or canceled due to this. Yeah. Yeah, so like as far as sports, I guess sports is like my whole life, so I keep going back to it. But uh, it kind of sucks 
and we'll jump into this in just a second here, but it kind of sucks for like uh, winter sports, like basketball players and stuff. If they were seniors and even high school kids, like basketball season got cut off for, I know Washington schools, Idaho is a little accelerated, a little ahead um, as far as timing, but like those kids don't even get to graduate really. Like they get their diploma, but they don't get to experience the whole like graduation and and all that stuff. So that kind of sucks. But um, it's, yeah, it's like college basketball players, March Madness was coming up and they couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't finish that season. I mean, even the Olympics, all the Olympics athletes. getting pushed back. I mean, if anyone knows, I don't know firsthand, but if anyone knows how crazy intense you have to train for the Olympics and then to just have them push back a year, that that would be pretty like mentally challenging as well as physically. Mm-hmm. So so that leads me into maybe the final question here uh we'll see how much time we have but what is your opinion kendall and listeners out there about sports with no fans they've proposed baseball games like all 30 teams in one stadium quarantined with no fans what about like football who knows if this is going to be done by september football Um... with no fans I mean, it really blows to have a sporting event with no actual people in the stadium, no one cheering and just the roar of the crowds. Um, but if they do start sporting events with no people in the stands, I really hope that they have like uh, a soundtrack of the audience <laughs> cheering uh, like or a home, Like a home yeah, field advantage for, for nothing. Yes, just for some noise or to pretend that there's some people in the stand so it's a little more normal for them because i'm sure it's a mindset thing when you know you're getting into your rival stadium it's going to be loud you've prepped for it and now it's going to be dead silent that's going to be hard and it's going to be awkward for us to watch at home it's going to be super awkward at home if anyone's watched any of the like uh i don't even remember what they call it like i racing nascar that stuff's pretty difficult to watch. <laughs> it's people playing video games on TV. I mean, nothing really... nothing against video games. And I actually like NASCAR too. But it's not anywhere near the same as an actual race or an actual like... Could you imagine if someone hit a home run in an empty stadium? <laughs> like all I you mean, hear is the, the like... clunk of the bat and then one guy like cheering while he's running yeah. around the bases. It'd kind of be like watching golf during a baseball game. They've said the Masters is going to be in November, no matter what. I That golf That's course is probably different. going to be ugly in November. But, but golf is quiet pretty much no matter what until like the 18th hole. So. That's true. If you guys it's, haven't found out already, weird. Uh, we obviously watch a lot of sports in this household. <laughs> so that's why it's one of the main talking points. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap this up today? No, I think we hit all the main points that I was planning on talking about. Yeah. So it's actually, uh, I guess, impressive on my behalf that I actually got her to agree to this. She's not normally a very, like, outgoing person. Uh, She is definitely the most selfless person. I know she doesn't want it to be, like, about her and all, you know, all the eyes and ears and everything on her, but... I do appreciate her being the first guest on the podcast. 
Uh, and yeah, just you guys, if you want to listen to this, you know, it's on Spotify and Anchor. Um, make sure to keep checking in on the Instagram stories if you follow me there for live workout updates. And then finally, you can join the email list to get recipes and workouts and such sent to you um, by following me at uh, bstfitness365.com. Otherwise, I think that's all we've got for you. Until next time. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Peace.